You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week, we will be bringing you a pub quiz style program with five rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each. We also start every episode with a bonus anagram, which will be due at the end of the episode after the answers for round five. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go, because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 127 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I am your quiz master, Ricky Lime, and I'm joined by our special guest co-host, Annie Flora. Hi, Annie. Hi, how are you? Good. I think all of our taters right now are wondering what's going on with this little switch up and wondering where my buddy Kelly Sharon is. Well, well, I'll tell you. You want to tell them or should I? I kidnapped her so I could be on the show and I would only give you the location if you let me on as co-host. Annie, you know that you're welcome on the show any damn time. <laughs> so actually, we have really exciting news. So we had not mentioned this previously. You can say we hadn't let the tot out of the oven, if you will, but... Our lovely Kelly Sharon welcomed a beautiful baby boy on Valentine's Day. So big congratulations to her and her partner. We're so happy for them. And I think we can all agree that she deserves a few weeks off. So I will be continuing with these weekly episodes of Trivia Time and welcoming some guest co-hosts such as Annie from Quiz Quiz Bang Bang. We will also be welcoming back our favorite boy toy, Zach Katz. So... All your favorite stupid jokes and fun questions, but Kelly will miss you and big congrats. Yes, congratulations, Kelly. We miss you. Her baby's real cute. Well, Kelly's real cute. Yeah, makes sense. I always tell Kelly that she looks like a Campbell's soup kid. Oh, <laughs> she does. Think about I can it. See it. <laughs> she really does. Yeah. So I think at this point, a lot of our listeners are familiar with our sister girlfriend podcast, Quiz Quiz Bang Bang. They are also a weekly trivia podcast. Super fun. It is Annie and her partner, David. A little bit of a different format from Trivia Time, but always a good time. We've done several collaborations with them, so I was happy to welcome Annie on board. Thanks for having us. Or me. (laughs) Tell David I said hi. (laughs) I will. Tell Kelly I say hi. (laughs) I will. At the end of this episode, Annie will give you all sorts of fun details on where to find her on her regular gig, Quiz Quiz Bang Bang. But until then, I have a few shout outs to mention before we get going on our program. Thank you so much to Dana T, Just D, and Janina Huh. <laughs> I'm sure I nailed that pronunciation. All three of them gave us really glowing five-star reviews, and we appreciate it. Also, we had a few new Patreons, so huge thanks to Tim, Natalia, and Jess. Jess had my faith in Florida renewed. She seems real rad. So thank you so much for supporting our show. And then two more things. Annie's podcast and our podcast, plus two other podcasts, did a group bonus episode, which I believe should be out right around the time that this episode comes out, so... It is called Lord of the Answerings, and it is worth listening to because we had a blast. Yeah, that was super fun. Yeah, it's also Hollywood Cast Connections and TV Trivia Pod. Love those guys. Yeah, they're good. They're good boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. And if you hadn't had a chance to check out our visual round on our website, the answers are coming up at the end of this episode. So uh, you snooze, you lose. I'm just kidding. 
a new visual round is going up. It's super fun. It mixes cocktails and famous people. It's a wordplay smash up situation. It's super rad. That sounds amazing. All right. And on that note, moving right along to our bonus anagram of the week. This anagram will be due at the end of the episode after round five. So you will have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram of the week is Radiant Men. R-A-D-I-A-N-T-M-E-N. And the question or clue for this week's anagram is, born in 1917, what Italian-American entertainer was nicknamed the King of Cool? Moving on to round one. In celebration of the LA Rams' big Super Bowl victory, go sports. Round number one is called Ram Jam and features answers that all include the word Ram or the letters R-A-M in order. Question number one. Considered one of the four major annual American Entertainment Awards, what award ceremony was first held on May 4th, 1959, in Beverly Hills. Question number two. What 1955 Disney animated film was based on a 1945 Cosmopolitan magazine story called Happy Dan, the Cynical Dog? Question three. Observed by Muslims as a month of fasting, prayer, reflection, and community, what is the ninth month of the Islamic calendar? Question number four. Fronted by vocalist Lux Interior, what New York-based punk band, for better or for worse, created the term and defined the genre psychobilly? Question number five. Appearing in all but two episodes, what Seinfeld character, who resides in apartment 5B, was originally named Kessler and was based on Larry David's real-life neighbor? Question number six. What actor took home the Best Actor Oscar, SAG, BAFTA, and Golden Globe Awards in 2019. Question number seven. Who was the main character in the series of eight comedic children's books by author Beverly Cleary? Secondary characters included Henry, Bezos, and Ribsy. Question number eight. Set in Georgia during the Great Depression, what was the 1991 American drama that starred Laura Dern and Diane Ladd, daughter and mother in real life, who were both nominated for Academy Awards for Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress, respectively, making them the first mother-daughter duo to do so? We're going to give you a little bit of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. 
And here are the answers to round one. Ram jam. Woohoo! <laughs> jam that ram. That sounded weird. Battering rams. <laughs> Question number one. The award ceremony first held on May 4th, 1959 in Beverly Hills was the Grammys. Never heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe the big winners at the very first Grammys were Ella Fitzgerald and Count Basie. Oh, wow. Deservedly. Yeah, that's wonderful. I know like one of the first winners of the Emmys was like a ventriloquist. <laughs> so you could see how times have changed. But then when you say like Ella Fitzgerald, it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> Right, and now it's like Tiger King is winning the Emmys. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We've come so far. (laughs) Question number two. The 1955 Disney animated film that was based on a Cosmo story, Happy Dan the Cynical Dog, was Lady and the Tramp. It's the reason why, to this day, I still demand a buddy whenever I eat spaghetti. (laughs) It's not a solo sport, you know? No. (laughs) I mean, that scene changed spaghetti eating forever. I just think it's hilarious that Cosmopolitan started out as a publication that would even have that wholesome of content because like the modern equivalent would be like, happy Dan, doggy style. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yep. And then, is it Cosmo where you would take a quiz? Yeah. Like, find out if you like a doggy style. Here are 10 questions. <laughs> Do you like grapefruits? You right. know, and you're like, what? <laughs> Question three. The ninth month of the Islamic calendar is Ramadan. Question four. Fronted by Lux Interior, the punk band responsible for the term in genre, Psychobilly, is The Cramps. They are a fun band. They actually formed in the 70s, and they were active up until Lux Interior's death in the 90s. I'll have to check them out. Question number five. The Seinfeld character who was originally named Kessler is... Kramer. Great character, but I feel like he is permanently tarnished just because that actor showed his true colors and was such a racist jerk. Yeah, it's real shame when you enjoy somebody's comedy and then you find out that they're horrible and then you can't enjoy them anymore because they've ruined it. Yeah, I think that I have a lower threshold for separating art from offensive people than most people do. But in this case, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Question six. The actor who took home a ton of Best Actor awards in 2019 is Rami Malek. Talented guy. He's so talented. The only thing I'm a little disappointed in is that Sasha Baron Cohen wanted to do a Freddie Mercury biopic and like really commit to Freddie Mercury's life and stuff like that. And Queen shot him down because they wanted to like erase some of aspects of Freddie Mercury's life and not embrace it. I wasn't aware of that. Rami Malek is so, so, so talented. And he did such a great job. With the script that he was given. Yeah, Yeah, I just wish it had been like a stronger script. Correct. His performance was incredible. I also had some issues with that after school special version of his life. And I have a little fun fact for you here. Rami Malek actually has a twin brother named Sami. Oh, really? Rami and Sami. Mm-hmm. Rami and Sami. That's adorable. Right. <laughs> I'm sure they think so, too. I'm sure if I go up to him and be like, that's adorable, he'll be like, thank you. And they're wearing matching <laughs> bib overalls. I <laughs> hope so. <laughs> Question seven. The main character in the series of eight comedic children's books by author Beverly Cleary is 
Ramona. The Ramona books. I don't know about you, but I was a big fan of these books when I was a young lad. But a fun fact there is that Beverly Cleary actually came from Portland, Oregon. So she's a fellow Oregonian and she died pretty recently at the age of 104, which is pretty cool. Oh, wow. That's awesome that she had a nice long life. Yeah. Question eight. The 1991 film that starred Laura Dern and Diane Ladd, daughter and mother in real life, who were both nominated for Oscars, was Rambling Rose. I've never heard of this movie. <laughs> I didn't even realize that they were mother and daughter until I wrote this question. I'm like pretty good at pop culture trivia, and I felt like a, a ding-dong, if you will. No, I knew that she was the daughter of Bruce Dern. Yes. The last name. Nice little hint there. That was a good little clue. <laughs> And Bruce Dern rules. He's amazing. Learn something new every day. Moving on to round two. Slip into your favorite pair and kick out the jams with this audio round called Fresh Kicks. This music round includes songs all about shoes. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. One. Burn my house, steal my car, drink my liquor from an old fruit jar. We're doing the thing that you wanna do. But uh, uh, honey, lay off of my shoe and don't you two. They gon' do a little something for you real sexy, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> hey yo, check the verse. I last night I back when we made good love. Damn, a hundred thousand 
H. And I could say, as if everybody knows what I'm talking about, as if everybody here would know exactly what I was talking about. Here are the answers to round two Fresh Kicks. Song number one was Blue Suede Shoes by Elvis Presley. Step on my blue suede shoes. Song number two was Knockin' the Boots by H Town. Good love and body rockin', knockin' boots all night long. Song number three was Red High Heels by Kelly Pickler. Song number four was Air Force Ones by Nelly. Song number five was These Boots Are Made for Walking by Nancy Sinatra. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. Song number six was Shows by Kelly. Oh my god, shoes. These shoes rule. Song number seven was Jimmy Shoe by Fetty Wap. Song number eight was Diamonds on the Soles of Her Shoes by Paul Simon. Talking about diamonds on the soles of her shoes. So this one is kind of a mixed bag for me. When I put it together, I had this brilliant idea to do a mashup between knockin' to boots and these boots were made for walkin'. I was thinking of calling it these boots are made for knockin'. <laughs> and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are going to knock all over you. <laughs> no, that knockin' to boots song is hilarious. It's so sleazy. It's almost a parody of a sexy jam. That's amazing. I included a little Kelly Pickler. I rarely dabble with country music on these music rounds. So you're welcome for people that appreciated that, not me. (laughs) (laughs) I've already stated my opinion that Paul Simon's Graceland is one of the best albums ever. Would you agree? I would agree. Even my Kelly agrees. And she's not like really into instruments. Did you say she's not into instruments? She likes a lot of Drake, a lot of pop stuff, you know. Oh, I see. And as for the other Kelly, shoes. (laughs) Shoes. Look at those shoes. These shoes suck. (laughs) These shoes raw. This song might have been one of the more obscure songs I've ever included on a music list, but I felt like I could not leave it out if I wrote around about shoes. Hilarious tracks. Another song by them is titled Let Me Borrow That Top. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that that one, but the shoes one has 68 million downloads. so. So maybe not so obscure. Taters get with the program. (laughs) Well, thank you for indulging me there. Ah, anytime. Moving on to round three. So round number three is called You Are What You Eat and goes out to a recent new patron, Emily. She suggested a round all about nutrition. So here it is. Throw your bod into this fresh batch of questions all about health and nutrition. 
Thank you, Emily. Yeah, thanks so much for supporting our show. You know who also has a trivia program with a Patreon? Quiz Quiz Bang Bang. More on that later. (laughs) If you're a patron to any show, it's amazing because it does help the content creators. And so, Emily, you're a rock star for supporting Trivia Time. 100%. Question one. There are six major nutrients found in foods. List four of them for a point. Question two, what B vitamin is rich in a banana? Question three, what is the colorful pigment found in plants that converts to vitamin A? Some sources of this pigment are sweet potatoes, apricots, and spinach. Question number four, what is the only fruit to have seeds on the outside? Question number five, from the genus Brassica and taking its name from Latin for cross-bearing from the shape of its flowers, what is the classification for the group of vegetables that include cauliflower, broccoli, and Brussels sprouts. Question number six. What Australian-American nutritionist and motivational speaker, most popular in the 1990s, is known for her bleached buzz cut and battle cry catchphrase, Stop the insanity! Question number seven. What is the equation used to determine someone's BMI or body mass index? Question number eight. What percentage of diabetes cases are type 2 diabetes, which can occur as a result of lifestyle or genetics? You must be within 10% for a point. We're going to give you a little bit of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers to round three. You are what you eat. I'm a tater tot. (laughs) That's right. You are. (laughs) Quiz Quiz needs a, a, a food mascot. Yeah. What do people eat during film noir movies? I don't know. Moonshine. Cigarettes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moonshine <laughs> cigarettes. Moonshine cigarettes is our mascot, food mascot. <laughs> cool. Yeah, because eating cigarettes is real cool. <laughs> <laughs> Question one. You needed to list four of the six major nutrients found in foods, and they are carbohydrates, lipids, proteins, vitamins, minerals, and water. Yay, carbs and lipids. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm, sounds tasty. (laughs) 
Question two. The B vitamin that bananas are rich in is B6. I thought that was interesting because I always just associate bananas with potassium and call it a day. I know that's why I was specific with that it was a B vitamin. So sorry if you've been calling your days early. (laughs) Question number three. The colorful pigment found in plants that converts to vitamin A is beta carotene. I prefer VHS carotene. (laughs) Cool 80s humor. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. Question number four. The only fruit to have seeds on the outside are strawberries. You know what that makes me think of? Pretty woman when she goes to floss and he gets all mad because he thinks she's doing drugs. And then she's like, I'm flossing the strawberry seeds. Oh, brother. (laughs) Question number five. From the genus Brassica, the classification for the group of vegetables that includes cauliflower and Brussels sprouts is cruciferous. I like all these veggies. I'm not disclaiming anything, but I have heard a rumor that these are notorious for um, causing the toots. Oh, I could I could see that. Yeah, it's just it's just a rumor on the streets. That's why you should live off of tater tots. <laughs> right. <laughs> for sound GI. <laughs> <laughs> Question number six. The nutritionist popular in the 90s with the catchphrase, stop the insanity, is... Susan Powter. I was into her when I was a kid because I was like, oh, she looks cool like an Annie Lennox. And then really, she just wanted me to like run around the block and eat salads. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I like real Annie Lennox better. <laughs> yeah, skip. <laughs> Question number seven. The equation used to determine someone's BMI is body mass or weight divided by the square of the body height. I think BMI is BS. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. And that it comes from somebody that hasn't weighed myself in multiple years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. Some of my fuller figure friends are running marathons and some of my thinner friends lead a worse lifestyle than myself. So yeah, it is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask it me, is. there is a balance there for sure. Question eight. The percentage of diabetes cases that are type 2 diabetes is 90%. And you need it to be within 10%. So if you guessed any number between 80 and 100%, you get a point. Uh, Quick story, because everybody loves um, (laughs) one of my good friends. He has diabetes 1, so he has his whole little setup uh, that's like tapped into his side. You know, doot-doot-doot-doot, you know, that whole dealy mabob <laughs> insulin if you will um <laughs> i obviously am an expert mm-hmm. i was at a party with them about 10 years ago and one of our friends who's just this hilarious british very drunk lady thought that he was wearing a pager and was like whoa i need to help this guy out what a loser and ripped it out of him and <laughs> What? Yoink. (laughs) He recovered, and we all laugh about it now, but it was funny. That's amazing. Moving on to round four. So this next round is a fun one. We actually presented this round at one of our recent live quizzes in Long Beach. 
and dazzled the crowd with this fun mix of wordplay and queer pop culture, so I thought I'd treat you all to it as well. This one is called LGBTQ Smashups and involves combining two names to create a fun combo. If you're scratching your heads or balls with this concept, Hakuna Matators. Annie has an example for you all now that will make things queerer, or clearer, that is. The example is, the iconic lead singer of the Culture Club is doing a posthumous duet with half of the English duo Wham! And the answer is, Boy George Michael, combining Boy George and George Michael. Nobody's mad at that posthumous fictional duet. No, everyone would see that concert in a heartbeat. I'd be doing the jitterbug in the front row. Sorry. You would have to wake me up before you (laughs) go-go. Question one. The partner of Sarah Paulson and star of The Practice is teaming up with the recording artist powerhouse behind the 2019 LGBTQ anthem, You Need to Calm Down. Question 2. The openly gay country music singer-songwriter behind the hit albums Big Day in a Small Town and Your Life is a Record wrote a song about the king of Hollywood and Gone with the Wind leading man who was notorious for having homosexual affairs. Question 3. The bisexual star of The X-Files is being interviewed on CNN by everyone's favorite gay zaddy, news anchor. Question 4. The Rocketman himself is scoring a film for the wacky and wonderful director of Pink Flamingos and Female Trouble. Question 5. The director of Brokeback Mountain and the openly gay creator of Empire and director of The Butler are collabing on a new film project. Question 6. The Macklemore and Ryan Lewis track that featured openly queer vocalist Mary Lambert was released in 2012 as part of a campaign to legalize same-sex marriage, six years before the rom-com drama film about a closeted high school boy starring Nick Robinson and Josh Duhamel was released. Question 7. The Canadian lesbian identical twin duo behind the Lego song is indulging their childhood crush on the fictional character Darlene Connor by working with the creator of The Talk. Question 8. The fellas behind the 80s club hit West End Girls can't get enough of Hilary Swank's performance in the heart-wrenching 1999 biographical film about Brandon Tina. We're going to give you a little bit of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. 
And here are the answers to round four LGBTQ smash-ups. Question number one. The clue was the partner of Sarah Paulson and star of The Practice is teaming up with the recording artist Powerhouse behind the 2019 LGBTQ anthem, You Need to Calm Down. And the answer is Holland Taylor Swift. Combining Holland Taylor and Taylor Swift. Are you a fan of of You Need to Calm Down? I love it, actually. I thought it was a great pop song. Mm Mm-hmm. Really fun video. Yeah, the video is fun. Had so many people. Yeah, I loved the baseline. I love that she's been an outspoken ally to the community, especially because she's got a lot of country roots. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, big fan here. Yeah. I also just want to say that whenever I'm confronting aggressive homophobia, usually all I have to say is calm down and it works. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Question two. The clue was, the openly gay country music singer-songwriter behind the hit albums Big Day in a Small Town and Your Life is a Record wrote a song about the King of Hollywood and Gone with the Wind leading man who was notorious for having homosexual affairs. And the answer is, Brandy Clark Gable. Combining Brandy Clark and Clark Gable. I think that most people saw a country music singer-songwriter and thought Brandy Carlisle. And it's funny because it was a Brandy, but not that Brandy. But Brandy Clark and Brandy Carlisle, they actually did a really great duet. And they're both openly queer country musicians. Yeah. Yeah. Question three. The clue was the bisexual star of The X-Files is being interviewed on CNN by everyone's favorite gay zaddy news anchor. And the answer is Gillian Anderson Cooper. Combining Gillian Anderson and Anderson Cooper. Two cuties. I'm not mad at this combo. No, that's a great combo. Question four. The clue was the rocket man himself is scoring a film for the wacky and wonderful director of Pink Flamingos and Female Trouble. And the answer is Elton John Waters. Combining Elton John and John Waters. Love it. Make it happen. Come on, boys. Right? Come on, boys. This is a real thing that could happen, so yes, please. There's a (laughs) demand. Question five. The clue was the director of Brokeback Mountain and the openly gay creator of Empire and director of The Butler are collaborating on a new film project. And the answer is... Ang Lee Daniels. Combining Ang Lee and Lee Daniels. Question six. The clue was the Macklemore and Ryan Lewis track that featured openly queer vocalist Mary Lambert was released in 2012 as part of a campaign to legalize same-sex marriage six years before the rom-com drama film about a closeted high school boy starring Nick Robinson and Josh Duhamel was released, and the answer is Same Love, Simon. Combining Same Love and Love, Simon. I haven't seen Love, Simon. Is it good? Annie, what time is it in Colorado? What are you doing? I can cover round five. It's adorable. Is it? Okay, it's on Netflix, isn't it? I'm not sure about that, but I think you can figure it out. (laughs) I actually saw it in the theaters, and I was sitting next to this group of elderly 
gay men mm-hmm. who were all weeping at the end. Aww. And it was so touching because it was just like sort of a commentary on where queer media content has come in their lifetime. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Watch Love, Simon. It's cute. It's really sweet. Oh, good. I will definitely check it out. Question seven. The clue was the Canadian lesbian identical twin duo behind the Lego song is indulging their childhood crush on their fictional character Darlene Connor by working with the creator of The Talk. And the answer is Tegan and Sarah Gilbert. Combining Tegan and Sarah and Sarah Gilbert. Make it a quartet, ladies. I'm available. (laughs) (laughs) Love them. (laughs) Right? Ugh, Lego song. Of course, you just zoom in on the Lego. (laughs) What? Me? Lego is just? <laughs> I think that what Tater Tots is to Trivia Time, Legos is to Quiz Quiz Bang Bang. Yeah, if you are just wanting some trivia in your Instagram, we just do Lego pictures mashed with trivia questions. It's a good time. It's an amazing time. Shout out to our new patron, Carissa, who has a Lego tattoo. What's up? What? What kind of Lego tattoo? Like just a brick or is it like a minifigure? Or come on, I need details. I do too. Carissa, send pics. <laughs> yes, please. Question eight. The clue was the fellas behind the 80s club hit West End Girls can't get enough of Hilary Swank's performance in the heart-wrenching 1999 biographical film about Brandon Tina. And the answer is Pet Shop Boys Don't Cry. Combining Pet Shop Boys and Boys Don't Cry. Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question one. Based on a 2001 novel of the same name, What film, directed by Jason Reitman, starred George Clooney and Anna Kendrick and received six Oscar nominations? Question two. What Georgia-based rock group fronted by Ed Rowland has released such hits as Shine and The World I Know? Question three, what alliteratively named French fashion designer is known for her iconic number five perfume and popularization of the little black dress? Question four, what 2006 hit song from Scottish-Irish band Snow Patrol features the chorus lyrics... If I lay here, if I just lay here, would you lie with me and just forget the world? Question five. What are the last three words sung in the U.S. National Anthem? Question six. What was the title of Demi Moore's 2019 published memoir. Question 7. Originating in Nice, France, what dish of stewed vegetables 
has a name that is derived from a French expressive verb meaning to stir it up. It's connection time, and question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers to round five, our connection round. Question number one. The film directed by Jason Reitman that starred George Clooney and Anna Kendrick and received six Oscar nominations is Up in the Air. Question two. The Georgia-based rock group that released such hits as Shine and The World I Know is Collective Soul. I think that's Annie's favorite band. Isn't it your favorite band? Yeah, it's top top one. It's the the best band ever. <laughs> um, you know, there's worse out there. Train. <clears throat> <laughs> Kid Rock. <clears throat> <laughs> Take that train. Question three. The fashion designer known for her iconic number five perfume is Coco Chanel. Question four. The Snow Patrol hit song with the lyrics, If I just lay here, would you lie with me and just forget the world, is Chasing Cars. If I lay here, if I just lay here. I think that that is a lovely song. That is a good song. I've switched over to Team Snow Patrol. It just took one one band being mentioned, and I, I jumped off of the Collective Soul bandwagon. Loyalty, not her strong suit, apparently. <laughs> no, sorry. Sorry. Just show me the new shiny thing. <laughs> Question five. The last three words sung in the U.S. National Anthem are Of the Brave. Question number six. What? <laughs> Whoa, Annie, what was that? I think somebody's knocking the boots. <laughs> In actuality, that was a triple tater. So if you correctly answer this question, you will receive three points instead of one. The title of Demi Moore's 2019 published memoir is Inside Out. Question number seven. The French dish of stewed vegetables with a name meaning to stir it up is ratatouille. Has the consistency of vomit, but somehow tastes great. You should be a food critic. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's all still an option, right? I haven't really nailed this whole trivia thing down, so <laughs> still got some doors open. <laughs> <laughs> Question eight. And the answer to number eight was the connection between number one and seven. And we had answers like... Up in the air... Collective Soul, Coco Chanel, Chasing Cars, Of the Brave, Inside Out, and Ratatouille. And the connection is, all answers included a title of a Pixar animated film. Sure did. 
Shout out to Merida that could belong in round four, our little LGBTQ smash up situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Family, fight me on it if you don't think so. <laughs> That's the girl from Brave, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. She's just like, you want me to marry this boy? Let me grab my bow and arrows, shoot some things, turn my mom to a bear and call it a day. My job is done here. Bye. <laughs> Peace, bigots. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> So before we circle back to our bonus anagram of the week, it is time to go over the answers to our February visual round. This round was called When They Were Young and featured photos of celebrities when they were kids. Some real cuties in the bunch. Image number one was Barack Obama. Image number two was Adele. Image number three was Taylor Swift. Shout out to those cornrows. Image number four was Freddie Mercury. Image number five was Eminem. Image number six was Leonardo DiCaprio, who looks the exact same. Image number seven was Whoopi Goldberg. And image number eight was Harry Styles. All of our boyfriends, our collective boyfriends, our collective soul boyfriend. (laughs) Circling back to our bonus anagram, our bonus anagram was Radiant Men. I know so many. I've got so many in my life. How about you, Annie? (laughs) (laughs) So many. (laughs) I just bask in their presence. (laughs) JK. And the question or clue was, born in 1917, what Italian-American entertainer was named the King of Cool? And the answer was Dean Martin. Radiant Ben scrambles up to be Dean Martin. So I think that about does it. Annie, thank you so much for filling in. Thank you. I am happy to help out and excited to be here. And I'm excited for Kelly to come back. I'm excited about everything. (laughs) I'm really pumped as well, actually. Thanks to everybody for bearing with us during this transitional phase. Annie, it's your time to put your stuff on blast. So let's hear it. Where else can we find you? Yeah, you can find Quiz Quiz Bang Bang on any podcast platform just look up quiz quiz bang bang and we're also on social media if you just want a one-stop shop for all of our stuff our episodes and links to our social media you can go to our website quizbangpod.com and that's where we also accept listener questions because we love using listener questions so hit us up we'd love to hear from you thanks for listening to trivia time the podcast quiz show Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or feedback. Our email address is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com and our website is triviatimepodcast.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for weekly round reveals, free answers, and bonus questions. That wraps up this episode of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I've been joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. We hope you enjoyed listening and playing along. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. We might even give you a shout out in a future episode. This week's background and answer break music was Into the Night by Prez Canal. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California. Special thanks to Zach, Lydia, Abe, and all of our trivia buddies. Until next time, later Later, taters. Some sources of this pigment are sweet potatoes, 
ap ap apricots. How do you say apricots? Apricots? Apricots. Apricots? Apricots. <laughs> tomatoes, tomatoes. Either is acceptable. Apparently, I don't have a preference in my own uh, mind. Either is acceptable, Ani. <laughs> apricots and spinach. I've never liked bananas. I don't like any artificial banana flavors. I think that's really gross. Ooh, they're sick. Yeah, but actual bananas, I I'm fine with them. Yeah, I'm not fine with them. It's actually kind of a hostile arrangement situation. <laughs> what does that mean? It means nothing. I just have had a lifelong hatred for <laughs> bananas and banana flavors stuff. But one of our recent patrons, who is super rad, Casey, she chimed in that the banana Laffy Taffies are the best flavor. And I was like, hmm, so you're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> so wrong. Now I'm like, good, I have somebody to give all the banana ones to. Yeah, I don't like mint chocolate and it what? actually works out great for me because everybody loves it. So then I'm always like, well, here, you can have my after dinner mint chocolate that I, need I don't it. want. Ooh. It works out when you don't like something everyone else does, and, and then you can just hand it off. It totally does. Like, for me, it's like bacon and men. Oh, you don't like bacon. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't. Mean, I don't know. Bacon's pretty great. Have the daily diet of a cow, who, by the way, let's talk about their BMI versus what they eat, which is just greens and water. Thank you. Right? <laughs> I put all that to bed, didn't I? You sure did. And rabbits, they're always fat and all they do is eat salad. So, you know. And they also knock the boots. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> Amazing. Starring Nick Robinson and Josh. Oh, how do you say his name? Duha. 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 No, it's Duha. <laughs> Duha. Um, Duhamel. It's what? Duhamel. Duhamel. Yeah. Oh gosh. Du Duhamel? Is that what you said? Duhast. Duhast. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Duhamel. Du hast mich und ich hat nicht gesagt. Duhamel? Okay. Duhamel. Um, I'm the worst. No, you're the best. Okay. 